Will your child be ready for kindergarten? At Chesterbrook Academy Preschool, the answer is yes. Our curriculum offers the perfect balance of learning and play. Our teachers personalize that experience for each child through engaging activities that develop the skills they need to be ready for what comes next. Attend a Chesterbrook Academy open house on Saturday, January 26th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. To find a preschool near you, click the banner or visit chesterbrookacademy.com. That's chesterbrookacademy.com. What are we going to do as a church? Our souls need to wake up. We need to respond to the gospel of Jesus. He said, go into the world. We don't want to deal with reality, Christian. We don't even want to deal with reality even though we've been saved from this place. I'm calling on you today in the name of Jesus to rise up to the call of God. Christ is coming back soon. If I start telling people about hell, I might just scare them off. Where are you going to scare them off to? Hell number two? People stop thinking about it. If hell really exists, and it does, I didn't say that Jesus did. Then don't you think people need to know about it? Can't you at least give them a fighting chance? Or are you just going to sit there and let them burn? Good night. Good night. Good night. This is Chris from Don't Let Them Burn. And my brother Rory. How you doing welcome, tonight? Welcome, everyone. Good night. How is everybody doing this evening? Uh, it's a, a beautiful day. And tonight we are going to continue on with our show, The Alien Deception in Movies, Part 3, Invasion. And before we go forward, uh, let's just our heads for it. Lord God, we just want to thank you and praise you, dear Lord God, for your word. We want to thank you and praise you, dear Lord God, because you said in your word that your word is a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our pathway. In other words, dear Lord God, we just thank you and praise you. We just thank you and praise you for the illumination that we get through your word. We just want to thank you that because of this light, your word, we can be drawn on, drawn to Jesus Christ, who is, yes, the true light that comes and shines his light in the light of men. And by him, we are drawn out of the darkness into his marvelous light. We just want to thank you and praise you for this time, Lord. We ask you to now cover us under the shadow of the Almighty God. Keep us. Wash us in your blood as we are about to go into your word and talk about the things that we see. Dear Lord, God, ahead of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So Amen. if you haven't listened to the previous shows, I, I would suggest that you go back and, and listen. Because uh, we covered a lot of ground in those shows. And last time we went into the New Age and, and some of the uh, evolutionary concepts of this whole alien visitation genre and how the world is just uh, basically encapsulated, you know, caught in awe that there there could be life on other planets or, or just coming to visit us or give us new knowledge, new technology, uh, all sorts of things people believe in it. When we find out that these are just spiritual beings. So tonight we continue on the road we left off. And last time it was the daughters of men saw uh, how the, the propaganda is the aliens coming and sleeping with human women and or women sleeping with spiritual beings. So tonight we continue. All right. So, but if you want to get in contact with us, you can go to www.dontletthemburn.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook. 
Yes, and also that we um, we're going to open up the chat room tonight. Also, um, for those of you who would like to maybe ask a question um, or even email us, please. We ask that you please do so. And our email address is go ahead, Chris. Um, don't let them burn at uh, gmail dot com, or you can just go to the website and send us a message. All right. That that's questions at don't let them burn dot com. Okay. Hello? You there? Uh, yeah. All right. Yes, I'm here. All right. Let's, I'm let's, here. Let's here. Move. We've got a lot of ground to cover. Oh, yes. So. Oh, yeah. We Yes, we sure do. Um, however, I think um, before we, 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 we delve into it, I think we should just sort of just give a brief synopsis or a recap of um, what we did so far, or last week's show. Oh, well. And I know well, you, uh, yeah, you said just, you said it very quickly, but okay. Last week's show was about sons, uh, the daughters of men. Basically, we're given all the evidence in the, the movies and in the New Age, uh, basically the real world of how the propaganda for Earth women sleeping with uh, or having babies from alien fathers uh, is a popular thing in the movies, and or uh, sleeping with spiritual beings, uh, fallen angels, to prepare us to basically usher in an antichrist child or savior. That's basically last week's show. So this week we go into the invasion. We've been hit with invasion concepts since the early 40s, late 50s. Uh, we've been getting bombarded with this concept, but this, this is not a, a concept that came out of Hollywood. It's the concept that came out of uh, spiritual people. Uh, when I say spiritual people, I mean people meddling with things they shouldn't, uh, reaching out to spiritual beings, and they give them the ideas to spiritual guides, to put spiritual guides, spirit, spirit guides, and space spirit brothers, guides. and uh, uh, all type of they channel these spirits to basically right. gain more knowledge and uh, the gnosis. <laughs> To, so they can get Hidden spiritual enlightenment. Yeah, the, the spiritual enlightenment. So uh, we're going to give you more evidence according to this concept here, and we're going to play a clip from somebody that could be vetted and is a well-known speaker. His name is Paul McGuire. So we'll be playing some of his clips um, as we go, and we're, we'll be giving our own thoughts and giving you some quotes from people that are not uh, Christians, but they understand that this is not what you might think it is. Anything you want to add to that, Roy? Yes, and even uh, just in in recapping, of you can go back to uh, go back to Hitler. And why would we use a person like Hitler? Because he was involved in the occult. Um, there was a lady that went over to Germany before World War II, Madame Blavatsky, and her. Um, group, uh, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's a tool or tool or something like that. Was instrumental yes, yes. in um, this this form of channeling. If you go back and look at these people, these people channeled various information or key parts of information um, from these spirit guides, so to speak, and to get the hidden knowledge hidden knowledge of things that um, um, 
they would be called so called the enlightened ones or the people that are enlightened um and basically ascended masters and we ascended masters and we can even go back and if we go back in the book of Genesis when Satan beguiled Eve, he said, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So in other words, this whole, this whole entire thing was him stealing the power and giving some form of hidden knowledge. But it wasn't the true knowledge, the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Okay? Yeah. And with that, um, going talking about in Germany. So this is how these men were able to have um, such quick advancement in military might and in power. If Hitler had continued or was able or allowed to continue, and I say allowed, allowed by God himself, he would have amassed great knowledge and military might. However, he was stopped by the very hand of God. And um, no, where we are is that today we see these things. They have um, transformed themselves into, you could say, things of light or say they're bearing insight and wisdom. And we played clips. You can go back to last week's show and you will hear these people when they're channeling their various, um, giving insight to those around them or those that would listen to them, um, giving insight to them and saying that they are the light bearers, which they are not. And they refer to Jesus Christ. Also in, in, the, in, the, past, in the past, we also talked briefly about how by the name of Jesus Christ, that the hold that was has been placed on any of these um any of these abductions have been have been um broken by the name of Jesus Christ alone so with that i hope i have brought everybody up to speed on what we have talked about and you say well guys you're talking about ufo's what does ufo's and this alien invasion where is that in scripture how do you find that in the bible we're going to deal with that we're going to talk about that tonight but before we go on, we're going to go, um, my brother Chris, you continue. And then I'm going to sit back and watch and listen. All right. So we have the UFO invasion that's been, uh, like I said before, been put on us. And uh, remember, we have, uh, um, and, and you'll hear a little bit about this later, uh, 1940s, they did a radio show where um, they had a, a mock UFO invasion. It was just a, They were doing a story. Um, of course, it was just more than a story, and you'll find out why later. But people believed it. They believed that we were actually getting invaded by aliens. And uh, you can find documentaries on this on, on, on YouTube and other sources. So, and people actually give testimonies. And some people even killed themselves. Where? Yeah. Sorry, they, my brother. They some really people even thought, killed themselves. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, it's really interesting. Um, the thing is that th this is a great deception. We'll see how it's going to ramp up as time goes on. Remember, every summer we get some form of uh, blockbuster or... or Video game, uh, comic book, or something with with something we have to do with a UFO invasion or UFO encounter. And, and the thing is, with UFO invasion, they don't come in one form. So you can't we we can't sit here and say, oh well, it's a UFO invasion that uh, you know, it's all about killing the humans. It comes in various different forms, and I'll go down uh, some of that in a minute. But 
Yeah, this is training for our minds. Training for our psyche to start thinking of uh, beings in outer space, close encounters, contact with the spirit, getting, getting like I said before, knowledge, or um, they're more higher advanced than us. So we have to be the primitive ones, and we look up to them. Or they come to save the planet from the humans um, being, uh, you know, trashing the planet or uh, killing each other. They're the ones that, that are going to give us the enlightenment. The, the enlightenment. But as far, as far as some of their contacts go, they, they tell the people to take care of the planet and come together in one world a religion and one world order, but um, they tell you tell them to either get rid of the Christians or they're going to be uh, people removed from the planet. We'll get into that later. Um, anything you want to add to that, uh, Rory? Like you, just like you said, my dear brother, um, nowadays um, in various movies that we have seen, blockbusters, these movies have made hundreds and millions of dollars. And mm -hmm. um, people have been deceived to thinking that portals can be opened or dimensions can be opened, or sh should I say, they have been, um, their minds have been opened to the fact that they might be UFOs right. and have identified flying objects that are out there in the world today. Right. And we're trying our best not to go into the UFOlogy thing. We're trying to keep it to mm -hmm. the Bible, some of that, and the movies, because that's where our, our attention is at, the, the propaganda that's coming through uh, our televisions, our, our movie screens, our video games, our comic books. Um, and this is something that's not going to stop. They, they have games like XCOM, where, you know, again, an alien invasion, or uh, various beings coming through portals, like Pacific Rim, uh, uh, alien invasion of giant beasts come from a portal in the Pacific Rim. Um, and when you get to the end of the movie, it's nothing but some aliens controlling them, or I say demons, you know? So, yes, yes, um, yes. <laughs> you know, so uh, you have War of the Worlds, another one that uh, a lot of people know about. And uh, it's, it's, in the new one, it's basically a, a, a thing about um, keeping the environment safe, you know? And it's, it, it just gets weirder and weirder as, as you go keep going into the whole invasion, uh, alien invasion uh, thing. Uh, look at um, ID4, Independence Day. Uh, again, it's hostile <laughs> aliens coming. But we, we know that there's a flip on this. But we'll keep going um, as we move along. Okay. So what does the Bible say about some of this? Where can we go to find evidence of beings coming from another dimension, um, not necessarily hostile uh, in all cases, but the Bible talks about beings that come from other dimensions, uh, other right. planes of, of reality. And, right. and some of that... Um, about, go ahead. Mm -hmm. and it, it, um, like you said, yes. Other, It's found in the Bible. Definitely, it's clear there, beyond the shadow of a doubt, my, my dear brother. Um, the difference is, and there's a stark difference. The difference is, is that these, we see them in Scripture, and they are from the Lord. So their focus is to do the will of God. Their focus is not to be worshipped. Their focus is solely to do the, the will of God. 
And I, I think that's the difference between what we are hearing today and what we are seeing in Scripture. Yes. Indeed. And for that reason, um, I'd like to play a clip, um, which is Ezekiel 1, 28. Okay? All right. Okay. Let it roll. One. Now it came to pass in the thirtieth year, in the fourth month, in the fifth day of the month, as I was among the captives by the river of Kibar, that the heavens were opened, and I saw visions of God. In the fifth day of the month, which was the fifth year of King Jehoiakim's captivity, the word of the Lord came expressly unto Ezekiel the priest, the son of Buzi, in the land of the Chaldeans by the river Kibar. And the hand of the Lord was there upon him. And I looked, and behold, a whirlwind came out of the north, a great cloud, and a fire enfolding itself. And a brightness was about it, and out of the midst thereof as the color of amber, out of the midst of the fire. Also out of the midst thereof came the likeness of four living creatures. And this was their appearance. They had the likeness of a man. And every one had four faces, and every one had four wings. And their feet were straight feet, and the sole of their feet was like the sole of a calf's foot. And they sparkled like the color of burnished brass. And they had the hands of a man under their wings on their four sides. And they four had their faces and their wings. Their wings were joined one to another. They turned not when they went. They went every one straight forward. As for the likeness of their faces, they four had the face of a man and the face of a lion on the right side, and they four had the face of an ox on the left side. They four also had the face of an eagle. Thus were their faces, and their wings were stretched upward. Two wings of every one were joined one to another, and two covered their bodies. And they went every one straight forward. Whither the spirit was to go, they went, and they turned not when they went. As for the likeness of the living creatures, their appearance was like burning coals of fire, and like the appearance of lamps. It went up and down among the living creatures, and the fire was bright, and out of the fire went forth lightning. And the living creatures ran and returned as the appearance of a flash of lightning. Now, as I beheld the living creatures, behold one wheel upon the earth by the living creatures with his four faces. The appearance of the wheels and their work was like unto the color of a burl, and they four had one likeness, and their appearance and their work was as it were a wheel in the middle of a wheel. When they went, they went upon their four sides, and they turned not when they went. As for their Beings from another dimension, another plane of reality coming into our existence and within a craft of some sort. Right. That I, I can't even comprehend right. in yeah. my mind, but, you know. Right. Yeah. What, you know, it, it talks about, first, their appearance. And these were angels that he was seeing, um, that he saw. And he described Imagine. them the best way um, Ezekiel could, um, saying that their faces, their hands, and their feet were like men. And they they traveled in what's in a wheel, in the middle of a wheel. And that was the only thing that he could explain, or the only way he could explain it. 
And, he, you know, um, in chapter in verse 13, he says, and they were like lamps, and they went out, up and down among the living creatures. And fire was bright. The fire was bright. And out of the fire went forth lightning. And the living creatures ran and returned as the appearance of a flash of lightning. So these creatures were able to move very swiftly, like a flash of lightning. And these were angels of the Lord. These were angels because it gives you instances. And if you continue, you will see where he talks more about that in the book of Ezekiel. Okay? And these are servants of the Most High God in the book of Ezekiel. And I just wanted to say that. Um, anything else you see, uh, my dear brother Chris, that you want to share with? Well, these these are your typical... Um... The, the typical view of how angels look the way they describe, and we, we know that there are different orders of angels. I can't tell you what all of them look like because I haven't seen them. But <laughs> you know, sometimes we see visitations that uh, are human in nature. They look uh, humanoid in nature. Um, we see visitation like what, what we've heard in Ezekiel. We hear about, well, of course, there's, there's the invisible plane. They appear invisible, and they possess people. And, of course, throughout the ufology, um, real reports that can be verified, night, or blacker than night, I should say. They're blacker than night. Then you have all sorts of um, beings being described in heaven, uh, one with all eyes over the body, you know. I mean, so it gets it gets interesting. These fallen angels that come appearing as angels of light, um, some reports are that they're Which very are beautiful. different from these. They're they're different. Of course, these are definitely they're, different. They're, 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 right, they're definitely different. Right. There are others now. There are others mm. that come looking similar, trying to deceive others. Correct. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're talking right, about. Right. I'm sorry, my dear brother. Right. Yeah. So they come. Uh, they and some people say that they're very beautiful, very very beautiful, and and they'll bend down and, and worship them. You hear reports of that in Africa and other places that uh, you think, because here in our modern culture, these things are like a taboo to talk about, you know. It's like nobody will believe you unless they see it. In these other regions of the world, it's nothing to talk about, you know. And some are pretty beautiful. Some are um, disgusting looking. Others are just black and smoky. But that goes off into, you know, another area of research. But I'm just giving you a rundown. Of these, they appear all types of way, and these uh, UFO, the UFO phenomena that's going on around the world, they it's a it's a big deception going on, because yeah, I mean even in with secular research, I'm looking at some notes, it says you know after decades of research, UFO experts are saying that UFOs are not so much physical in nature as they are spiritual, based on how they travel, right? So how do they move? You see them moving uh, fast. They say that. They clock them at speeds of 15,000 miles per hour, making right turns, which would instantly destroy anything physical. You know, so they're defying the laws of physics as we know them. Some of them, of course, the ones that move normal are government aircrafts and so, so and such, but there's other that you can't explain. And they say that they make sonic booms like a normal physical object does. Another clue is that they're spiritual in nature, you know, and a lot of, Right. Uh, people that aren't even Christians are saying the same thing. Uh, they say that um, 
radar has never recorded uh, actual entering of UFOs into our atmosphere. They just pop on the scene and pop out. And that's how uh, spiritual beings, that's what they do. You, if, you ha- if you've ever had a spiritual encounter with one of these things, not, not, not necessarily a, what you would call an ET or something, but you know something uh, that, that wants to terrorize your night, whatever, however they come in, you'll notice that they just don't, they don't open doors. They don't climb through windows. They just come. And if you can see them with your own two eyes, you will see that they, they, they're not using ordinary means. And, and that's even uh, documented, you know? Um, right. And like you said, like you said, my dear brother, as quickly as they come, as quickly as they go, they're not able to be tracked. There is no, um, there is no place where they can say, well, they went there. They can probably only give, um, not probably, but they've only been able to give directions, but there is no, they can't see where they're from. And the other thing, um, the other point I would like to make is that even when people are being um, abducted or terrorized, um, one of the things that stops them is the name of Jesus Christ. What is right. that mean? And we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Right. <laughs> um, but I, I, I want to go back, take, to bring it back a little bit, and give a, give a couple quotes. Um, okay. Uh, here we go. We have John Ankerberg. Uh, he wrote a book, The Facts on UFOs and Other Supernatural Phenomena. And remember, these, some of these people are not Christian, so this is not even an, uh, some agenda by us to prove that, you know, anything. These average people. Uh, but the UFO phenomenon simply does not behave like extraterrestrial visitors. It actually molds itself in order to fit a given culture. We covered that a little bit on the last show where, you know, some of them appear in the past as uh, hot air balloons. Really? <laughs> you know, they look like that, but they still uh, act in a spiritual nature, you know? Um, and that's documented uh, in history. Um, human being, here's, this is from doc, uh, Dr. Ja, I think Jacques uh, Vallée. Uh, he wrote a book called Messengers of, of Deception. He's one of the top authors. He said, human beings are under the control of a strange force that bends them in absurd ways, forcing them to play a role in a bizarre game of deception. And he, he's talking about uh, some of the abductions here that's been documented. And uh, here's another. We are dealing with a multidimensional paraphysical phenomenon which is largely indigenous to planet Earth. That's Brad Steiger. All right? That's just three. I have many more. I'll probably give some more as the show goes on. But as you see, these people know. These people are not from... uh, I'll give one more. Here here it goes. Uh, Terrence McKenna. We are part of a symbiotic relationship with something which disguises itself as an extraterrestrial invasion so as not to alarm us. See, so they want to want us to believe in this thing, this outer world thing. Because if we knew that they were all coming from, in fact, you know what, what's interesting is the new, uh, the latest War of the World <clears throat> came out with Tom Cruise. The aliens came from beneath, and the original they came from outer space. So that's interesting. Now that I read this quote, but what he's basically saying, if, if we knew that they were actually from here we'd know that it would be demons or fallen angels. So, you know, and, you know, you have uh, videos, you can look for this on, on YouTube and other sources, where NASA releases videos of these things out there. Uh, they're actually around the uh, 
the edge of the planet and you see them doing all type of uh types of crazy stuff. But what 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 are the movies pushing on us? You know? Uh, isn't it the same idea? Don't we have to defend ourselves? Don't we have to put up uh, uh space weapons? Isn't that what they're talking about now? Putting up space weapons to defend ourselves? They they came out uh, with uh some article the other day talking about they're moving on moving on with this this program. It was um wasn't it Reagan that started the Star Wars program? Yes, I think so. President Reagan, yeah. I think, was the one who started funding the Star Wars program. Right, and and now now they want to move on with this program. And one of the basis of the program is to defend ourselves from extraterrestrial entities or life forms, whatever they want to call it. You know, uh, you have the movie Armageddon, which was, the, 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 was a defense against a meteor. And other movies came out where it was a defense against, you know, extraterrestrial beings. But 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 sometimes some of these movies going going through history, some of them have, have been um, allegories to the time uh, that they were um, released. Some of them were some allegories about the Cold War uh, and and other things that were going on. But above all of that, all the allegories and all this other stuff, it's a big bubble of deception. Because when you when they put this out, even though they put it out as fantasy, the public starts believing as you keep putting it in their face. Because you go back to the '30s, this stuff was like you you get laughed at. You, you know, you you believe that green men were living on Mars or something. You know. So, if you want to add anything to that, Roy. Well, um, yes, I would say that um, this. This deception, uh, it goes far and it goes wide. And it, like you said, it's yes, it's demonic in in nature. It's 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 demonic. And I would like to even go back a little bit and touch on the the military side of it, and how um, it started out with with Hitler and the Operation Paperclip. They all came to the United States. All the scientists came to the United States, and you had several scientists that they were the ones that were in this uh the occult and they brought it over and the knowledge has uh, has continued in its in its growth. And what's funny about the whole thing, my dear brother, is that um before um the nineteen forties, when that Roswell incident happened, um, nothing like that never happened until those men were here. And they right. started yeah, doing yeah. the thing. And they started doing the same thing. And I'm not concerned about the incidences or the instances when these things happen. My concern is is um is the nature of what's going on. And like you said, the great deception and how this thing has been 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 boiling for the longest time. And um it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Now if the foundation on a home or anything for that matter is not correct or properly built and the entire building is not correct properly built mm -hmm. and we see that if you're going to take these men who are involved in that from the inception the rest of it can't be any good right. and that's what i'm saying yeah and on top of all of that the the premise out there is and it's been put in our face before and and, and in fact it's been getting put in our face even more now than ever is that once alien life um, is discovered or comes to visit us or invades, whatever the case, that our concept 
of history has to be changed. But what they mean by that is you you will have to rewrite the Bible or get rid of it. Yep. Yep. They're not going to touch anything else but that. And I've noticed that been coming in, uh, whether it's a big production or not, it's, that, that thought has been pushed on us too. So it's just something to be um, aware of as the um, a viewer when you're watching some of these movies, um, reading the books. Uh, you know, so a lot of the sci-fi writers were, were um, I know this word gets overused, but atheists, um, I would say just ungodly. Uh, a lot of the sci-fi writers uh, were uh, Roddenberry, you know, the, the makers of Star Trek, and a lot of the sci-fi film, uh, TV shows that you love were written by people that had a disdain for God. Sci-fi has little, I mean, very little place for the God of the Bible to be in. And if they put him in there, it's usually twisting scripture to fit what they need to put put in front of your face. But um, I want to give one of the first clips. It's basically on one of the topics that you were talking about. And this is um, Mm -hmm. Paul McGuire talking about uh, space weapons. And it seems like uh, countries from our government agencies inside the U.S. and other government agencies across the the world um, are developing these space policies with space-based weapon abilities and, you know, the... uh, weaponization of space, what could they possibly be using or needing weapons for in space um, to launch, you know, uh, offenses on other countries from space? Are they planning on, uh, you know, creating some false enemy that appears to be from space? Uh, Because there's a lot of money and effort going into these. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, there is. And I deal uh, um, with this a lot in um, a prophecy of future of America. The guy, and I, I know you're familiar with him. The guy who, who uh, probably the most famous was Werner von Braun, the, the Nazi rocket scientist who came to America and founded NASA. <clears throat> and he was one of the biggest pushers and promoters of uh, space-based weapons. And um, his life is very interesting because he's a Nazi rocket scientist. He was also deeply involved in the occult. He also uh, was personal friends with Jack Parsons in Pasadena, the the rocket scientist who uh, headed up an Aleister Crowley cult in Pasadena, and they tried to conceive a, a moon child in an occult ritual. And Werner von Braun was friends with Jack Parsons, uh, the Crowley disciple, but what Werner von Braun himself was uh, a disciple of the occult, as were many of the Nazi rocket scientists that came over in Operation Paperclip. So you follow um, um, Werner von Braun's career uh, with NASA, and you see in his his latter life, uh, he talks about um, um, the use of space-based weapons and and propaganda. And he goes through the stages of uh, the space-based weapons program. And then this uh, lady, Dr. Carolyn Rossi, uh, apparently very close to him, and I don't know exactly what that means, but she was very close to him, and she claims he told her to, to, uh, uh, to expose the agenda of space-based weapons. So basically, he, he, he broke down the space-based weapons into categories. One is that the person 
or country that dominated space via satellite technology and rockets and lasers or whatever would have military superiority. And then he talked about the fact that the public would be aroused to uh, back uh, super funding for space-based weapons. Uh, one would be to protect ourselves from an asteroid uh, impact, which we'd be able to uh, supposedly knock out of the sky with space-based weapons. And then finally, there would be the, uh, uh, Werner von Braun said there would be the propaganda campaign <clears throat> to uh, uh, fight off uh, an alien invasion, which uh, Werner von Braun um, uh, said, according to Dr. Carolyn Rossi, would be uh, uh, aggressive ETs that they have been prepping the, the public through popular movies like, you know, Third, uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind and a hundred other movies uh, talking about alien invasions, you know, invaders from Mars and so on and so forth. Yeah, so spoke about some of the things I spoke about uh, a minute ago. And right. there it is. And this is this is not a person that um, it's just a Johnny come lately. This guy is very learned in these um, areas. So here we have the, the the military, and it's not just the U.S. military that wants to be, build these type of um, programs. But you see the guy that started NASA, he was into the occult. I mean, I mean, just let's just go uh, a little side note for a second. If you notice, all of the planets except for Earth are named after pagan gods, right? Uh, right. Some of the some of the days in the week are named after pagan gods. Some of them are named after Roman emperors. Um, the months, uh, or is it, no, every day of the week, sorry, is a pagan god named after pagan god. But the, the months of the year, some of them are named after pagan gods, um, and some of them are Roman emperors. But then you go into NASA, and you see the names of the space shuttle, and 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 some of the operations are named after pagan uh, things out of um, mythology. It's not surprising when Apollo, Columbia, you know, you name it. Uh, it's not surprising to know or find out that this guy that started NASA was into the occult. You know, right? Um, and, and and that's what I was. And that's what I was. Uh, I, I wasn't. Even, I didn't even know the, um, the the clip. But what I was referring to is that um, if the foundation, the same thing, if you mm -hmm. the foundation is wrong, the entire house is wrong. Now, the other thing that um, I would like to even go to, Chris, or, or, or look at, is um, when it comes on to the Book of Revelation and it tells all the things that are going to happen at the end of that time. When Christ is coming back, and if we want to look at it real quick, and I, and I know, just, just bear with me for a second. In um, Revelation, um, Revelation 1, verse 7 says, Behold, he cometh on the clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they, shall, they also which pierced him, all the kingdoms of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. Now, which chapter is that? Which when, chapter is that again? That's that's um, Revelation one verse seven, and okay. What I want to say is that at that particular point in time, is that all the kings of the earth are going to be fighting against God Himself. 
So all this technology that we are using is not only going to be for so-called alien invasion, but you look, they're going to come to fight against God. That's yes. where you yes. see that man is, is desperately wicked. His heart is just mm-hmm. wicked overall. And, you know, and he says he's going to consume them with just the brightness of his coming. Yeah. Just the brightness yeah. of his coming, they will be consumed. Can you imagine that? So now, um, technology, although good, in some aspects, can be definitely very evil. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you, you, it's just the way, um, you know, Satan does it. He takes something good and twists it for his own purpose. And we have men that go along with it. Because they're like you said, their hearts are, are wicked, you know. But again, back to the deception. You see this, this in this whole building up of this. Um, like we said before, it's to stop an alien, uh, either an asteroid or a hostile alien attack, you know. So this is that's real world. That's not even in the movie, you know. Right, right. Well, they, so it's um, very my dear brother, they have actually put out movies where the men on on Earth gather together to stop uh, to stop an asteroid from hitting the Earth. Yeah, I can't remember the names of the movie. But Armageddon. That's an, Armageddon, and it's with Bruce, Bruce Willis. But yeah. um, those those movies have been put forth. So the, 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 the script has been written, and what we see happening is that men's minds, the ones that are not, that, that don't know, have been conditioned to accept, and that's what's right. Yeah, and and I'm going to play another clip um, that's going along exactly what we're talking about. We played a clip from Starman last week, and this clip is from Starman Two, uh, not Two as in Number Two, but you know it's it's also from the same movie. So I'm going to play it, and then you'll see why in a minute. No, the president that an alien has landed assumed the identity of a dead house painter from Madison, Wisconsin, and is presently out tooling around the countryside in a hopped-up orange and black 1977 Mustang? We have the following given. That man, Scott Hayden, died last April. He's dead and buried. That's verified. He has no brothers, no no look-alike cousins, but still this morning at approximately 6 o'clock, all right, we have been through all of that. I'm going to ask you now, how could it happen? We think it might be some kind of a cloning deal, replication of an entire organism from a single cell. We found some hairs from Scott Hayden's head. But is that possible? I mean, can you clone a living organism from the hair of a dead man? Well, human hair consists of keratinized cells, although I suppose in order to determine whether replication was possible, you'd have to... I asked you a question. You mean us? In our present state of technology? Yes. No. Well, what the hell are we talking about? We're hypothesizing a technology that's probably 100,000 years ahead of us. We're the ancients, Mr. Fox. Ancients? Technologically, yes. We've just started. Yeah, but even if you're right, I still have problems. I mean, his knowledge of English. Okay, listen to this. I helped put this package together, you know. This was designed so that an intelligent species could get a working knowledge of English. Enough to get by anyhow, uh, 
a couple hundred word vocabulary, a rough idea of syntax. Think of what it would mean to talk to a being from a civilization like that. Think of what we could learn. Who represent almost all of the human inhabitants of the planet Earth. I sent greetings. Greetings, there. See, that's what he said to Heinmuller out on the road. It is also what the cannibals said to the missionary just before he ate him. Yeah, well, the question in this case is, uh, who is the missionary and who are the cannibals? All right, so you might be wondering, why did he play that clip? He had stuff about cloning, uh, stuff about, you know, sending out messages. All right, listen. Some of these alien invasion movies have things about sending out a message, and then all of a sudden, the wrong thing comes to invade the planet. Okay, but what are you? What are they really doing? Are they trying to contact something from another dimension or another plane of reality? They're sending this message far and wide. Who are they contacting? What would come back to us? You know. And again, I don't believe in life in outer space. I believe that Earth is very a very peculiar planet, and 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 this is where life resides, and and the heavens and the, 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 the nebulas and all those galaxies we see is for the glory of God to show that he is real. So just saying that is it's the same concept of uh, contact and uh, sending out a message. You know, when, when people in, these, in the New Age, when they, they, they sit there and they chant and they, they meditate and they, 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 they speak something, something talks back. And it's not always good. And but they come again disguised as something good. Want to add anything to that, Rory? Yes, uh, a couple things. A couple things I want to add. One is that um, what does a Christian have to do with uh, the movie clip? Why is there a Christian always in those movie clips? Mm. What does that have to do with being a Christian? They said a missionary, and also. They said a cannibal, and right. if people don't, if people don't even see the analogies are always thrown up there. And, and my 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 question to everyone is that: What has a Christian ever done? A true Christian, a follower of Jesus Christ, ever done to anyone? They don't have an offensive weapon. They only spread the word of God, but yet still. They're in movies, <laughs> they're attacked, they're always put down because we are child of children of the living God. And that's significant that it was there, too, because yes. we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We wrestle against principalities and power. So, yes, people have given their lives to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ far and wide. And it just goes to show you that there are spiritual implications to these things, even in the movies where they're they're showing you these things. The other thing um, that you talked about or that they, they talked about is the, the cloning and in there. And we see, um, we are seeing that man today, they're trying to clone all different things, all different things. Back in the book of Genesis, created each and every one after their own kind. And now they're looking or they're talking about a, 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 a spirit or somebody who comes looking like the person who died before. Is that unusual? No, it's in the Bible. You go back to um, 
the witch of Endor, when the, the king who followed the Lord left and said he's going to go and search the king, and she channeled and brought up a spirit of a dead man. And because of that, the king himself who went to go and look for her punished him. I mean, we're not even I know sure. It's a bit off, I, I, know, I know it's a little bit off, off target, but yeah. I'm just telling you, these are the things that come, uh, flood my mind when I look mm. at the things that people are saying. You know, right? And we still and have even though that channeling today. Yeah, and that clip was from the seventies, a movie from the seventies. Yeah. And what you're talking about yeah. with the uh, king that went out there, we're not. I, I mean, I, it never said that it was the actual spirit of the dead man. It it's brought up a familiar spirit. It's exactly and he got a familiar fooled. spirit. Yeah, because exactly. only God can raise the dead. You know. Amen. So Amen. even in that, you know, so. Um, we're staying on the topic here of uh, t contacting uh, uh, spirits or contacting aliens. I'm going to play the next clip um, so we can move on. All right, here we go. There's no question that going back to the famous radio drama Invaders from Mars with Orson Welles, which was a, a production of uh, Princeton Radio Propaganda Department and the Propaganda Laboratory at Princeton University, uh, invaders from Mars, when Orson Welles uh, read like it was a newscast of a Martian invasion on Earth, and you know millions of Americans were panicking because they thought we were under an alien invasion. That was done by a Rockefeller-financed project um, of a mind-controlled experiment uh, to uh, convince the American people that they were alien invaders. And then you see this embedding over the past 40 years of this uh, mythology or belief system about alien invaders in, you know, one science hit science fiction movie after another, Independence Day, and we could go on and on and on. <clears throat> this seems to be seeded into the consciousness of the American people that there are ETs and there are aliens. My personal feeling is that there are no aliens, that there are fallen angels uh, who may masquerade as aliens, I think I think there are two things that are happening, and this is based on a revisiting of research that I did earlier, and it's also um, a, a reexamination re of research that I did in A Prophecy of the Future of America and Mass Awakening. I was listening to a videotape interview <clears throat> with John C. Lilly, who uh, authored the book The Scientist, and he was the famous scientist who... Uh, came up with the sensory deprivation tank where he would leave his body in altered states of consciousness while taking the psychedelic drug ketamine and communicating to spirit guides and interdimensional beings. And this guy is very, very brilliant, but he had these long conversations with interdimensional beings via sensory deprivation tank and psychedelic drugs. Then you have Terrence McKenna, who is the successor to Dr. Timothy Leary, uh, also taking psychedelic drugs and communicating with interdimensional beings. And you see a growing number of neuroscientists and other kinds of scientists communicating with interdimensional beings, talking about it publicly, writing about it. So as a Christian, which I am, I'm analyzing it. And I, my, my major, by the way, it's almost a ridiculous thing to say in today's society with the economy being what it was. But my dual major at the University of Missouri was filmmaking. 
and a brand new field in psychology called altered states of consciousness, where I studied this uh, in the Department of Psychology. So these heavy-duty scientists are communicating with interdimensional beings. At the same time, you have all the astronauts who claim to have seen uh, UFOs and some uh, uh, people claiming to have had visitations with ETs. So on one hand, you think, well, maybe this is some kind of MK Ultra experiment where you, you uh, use uh, uh, scientific mind control to convince people that they've had an ET visitation. But then on the other hand, you have these heavy-duty scientists who are communicating with interdimensional beings um, that apparently they're communicating with interdimensional beings. So who are these interdimensional beings? I believe they're demons and fallen angels communicating to high-level scientists. All right. So on the basis of communication, you see scientists, scientists, not 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 people that um are are, are you know throwing up goat bones or or you know sacrificing chickens in the backyard. These are these are scientists contacting spirits, and they're getting information from them, and that's how this deception. <laughs> is being able to be propagated on us because don't think for a second that all the directors are just innocent. They're just, I mean, some people are pulling from science fiction books. Some are pulling from, because this stuff has been around for a good number of years now. So, you know, even myself, I could write a book right now and I didn't contact the spirit, right? Just be realistic about it. But don't think that everybody's innocent. Some people are have studied this thing and the reason I know this is because they put some things in uh, some subjects and some matter into this into some of these movies that come straight out of the, the occult, and you wouldn't know unless you studied it. You know, so um, go ahead, say something. Yeah, n- n- not only that, but um, yes, the great the, the scientists um, they have uh, put themselves under in a state of um, um, unconsciousness, so to speak, to be able to channel or these beings. And you look at most people who are, have worldly success, this is what they do. And I say, quote, worldly success. Yeah. Uh, however, the scientist that's, that's doing the, um, this type of study is no different than the rock star or the rapper that mm. takes the drug to open up that penal gland to be able to do these these and these are what people are into this hidden knowledge same thing we have, we talked about it before this hidden knowledge and this is evil yeah and uh here's Dr. Pierre Guerin, uh, he's a scientist, said UFOs behavior is more akin to magic than to physics as we know it. And that's a powerful statement, right? Because we are, we keep say, they keep saying it's from outer space. More people now believe in life on other planets, and I've talked to some of them. You know, they and they uh, they they think that it's um like a selfish thing if there is a god that he would make one planet for life to be on and that's it look at all the billions of 
uh, galaxies, and you're telling me that it's only one planet with with um, special uh, things set up for life as we know it. So they can't get past that. I mean, the the, the, the ridiculous thing about it to me is, how are you going to prove that? How are you, in your short lifetime, going to prove that there's a life a million miles away or two million light years away? It's 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 such a deception. It's such a uh, it's like veering off the straight path. You, you know, it's like somebody saying, "Oh, I don't believe God would send somebody to hell because they're a murderer." It's like that sort of thing, you know. So it's it just it, the, the the logic doesn't add up. Yeah, it's it's, it's most um, amazing that you know here it is. All truth is there, and it's written in the Word of God, and. Mm. Um, people are willing to turn away from truth to to take on the lie or for the lie. Mm-hmm. So men yeah. have gone, turned themselves to over to these these demons that are giving them this knowledge, this 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 um knowledge that they think that they're getting somewhere, and it's not. Right. And people, God says, for lack of knowledge, people perish. Yeah, and the the movies are done so well that people start letting their imagination control their thinking, along with evolution. Mm-hmm. What they because what they hear about creation, if they've heard about creation, um, they reject it now because of another right. another mindset, another faith, another belief, another religion, actually. Um, that that's been taught in the public school about evolution, and this is where we come from. So guess what? We came uh, we right. came from a rock that that rain came down on. And if you ask them, so okay, um, where did the life that supposedly fell on that rock come from? They'll say, oh well, it was the the um, ancient being that seeded the planet. The same uh, mm-hmm. concept of Prometheus, and and Prometheus isn't even the first time that came out, but you know. This this whole idea of the the ancients coming and they seeded the planet and that's where we come from, just ridiculous, you know. I mean, so Absolutely. where when are you gonna find where they came from? Oh, when they visit us, you gonna ask them? That's what's gonna happen, you know. So hmm. it's like it's so it's so it's such a thing it, to me that concept. It's like saying a uh, hundred million years ago this happened. When human history only goes back um, as far as recorded human history um, or, or historical, um, how you say, digs uh, for 4,000 years, but the Bible goes right. back 6,000 according to the account. Right. So you're going to say um, 100 million years. There's no way to match that. There's no way to find out if that's true. There's no way. And it just it just starts to make your imagination run wild with all type of um, ideas and theories. So anyway, <laughs> I want to um, we have an hour left, so I want to uh, keep going with um, in the direction that we're headed here. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Before we go, before we go, I just wanted to read um, a couple of scriptures or one in particular, and just to remind people the importance of the Word of God. Now, if this doesn't, this this sort of uh, puts it all together in a nutshell. It says here, 
in Ephesians 6.12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So it's saying, hey, our fight or the fight that we have, it's not against the things that are tangible necessarily, but it's against it's against rulers, it's against these dark rulers or, or rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. So you find that these men, like we talked about, are going hard and fast after these so-called, let's call it dark powers, because they're not seeking after God. But this is right. this sort of sums up the whole entire thing, and that's what they're doing here. Bible also says, for lack of knowledge, people perish. And so here is a man or a woman, and they say, hey, they're wise in their own eyes. And this is another passage of scripture. They're, they seem wise in their own eyes, but their end is actually destruction. The end of them mm-hmm. is destruction. You know. Yeah. So these are some of the things that we we. We have to take a stand. We need to take our stand against the devil's scheme. For, again, I'm reading it in another way. We struggle not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities, against powers of this dark world, against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. Mm -hmm. And the Lord's servant must not quarrel. Instead, he must be kind to everyone, able to teach not resentful, those who oppose him must gently instruct in hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to the knowledge of truth. That's why we're here tonight. We're here to share that people will be drawn from the darkness, not by um, Chris or Rory, but by the word of the living God that they will be saved from the coming deception that the enemy has. Amen. Amen. And never forget, never forget that they're after the children. Because I've been watching sci-fi movie movies as a, a kid, and and I love them. You know, love the idea. Even though I didn't go off into the new age or you know some uh, strange spiritual um, walk, but interesting and and um very captivating. You know, and 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 it makes your imagination run wild with ideas. You know, um so. I might not have went off into something like that, or you, or maybe, you know, thousands of other people. But there's some that have, you know, because the seed was planted, you know? So it's just to, to be aware um, of what is coming in again, as we keep saying in, in each show. So um, we're going to move forward with um, one more, uh, not one more, but another clip from uh, Paul McGuire uh, speaking about Uh, more of the scientists. Um, Going back to the original Nazi rocket scientist program, which began in the 1920s when the Vril maidens, Vril Yaw maidens, who were clairvoyants, received telepathic images of blueprints of uh, UFO-type flying machines. This was in 1926 in a cafe in Vienna. And the Nazis' advanced rocket program, which was way ahead of ours, 
the information that the Nazis got that enabled them to surpass us by decades in the rocket program was from interdimensional sources. It was from occult sources. They got scientific information on how to build rockets and UFO-type devices. So um, if we take the Bible seriously, which I do, and the Apostle Paul says, for our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and the dark unseen forces of wickedness in heavenly places, I believe in some quarters at the very highest levels of our society, uh, there are people who are communicating with these interdimensional beings, getting technology from them, information and guidance. All right. Yeah. So, I, you know, I didn't um, <laughs> remember that this clip even mentioned what you said, you know, what you just uh, spoke about two seconds ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and it's just true. They're messing with things that they don't want to understand. And they've, they've turned away from what is true. They've turned to what God is telling us to turn away from. And as you hear it, some of these people are saying, yeah, we got the technology from this and that. It's in their, their, their own writing, you know? You've you got to wonder. And I still haven't found the uh, source I'm looking for yet. I've heard some, but I can't say it, of where some of this scientific propaganda came from. And the writings and all, it, it's, it always goes back to a source that's connected to another source, you know? Um, right. And, it, and, we just, and then it was just given out to the public, and the public gobbled it up. And we're still gobbling it up, uh, as, as we see in movies like Avengers, um, which, which is what is, what's interesting about that first movie is that they had a, the, the cartoon on TV, and the cartoon on TV mimicked. Uh, Actually, the movie mimicked the cartoon, so it was the same thing. They just, you know, changed a few things uh, to make it, um, I guess, fresh. So you have this alien, uh, co- alien called the Chitari, which is a, a, a race of, um, let's just say, spiritual beings or common alien force uh, uh, that's actually out of the occult, and they put sort of invasion into the movie. I mean, the, the, the Chitauri name is known in the occult. That, that's very interesting to me. You know? It's like we're getting spoon-fed things that are researched and they put it in there for uh, entertainment. Even the name Thanos, which is uh, the, 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 the bad guy for the whole climax of the um, Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's a real name of an of a entity, a demon or a fallen angel. I found that interesting, you know. But but these people are dragging from sources of either mythology or paganism or demonology, right. and it, and it's, it's important. I think it's important that people know that, you know. Now I don't I don't suggest going and researching some of this stuff because it's very dark. But you know, uh, and not everybody can handle it. But um, what is the world doing? Again. The world is preparing, and we're going to go back right now to the weaponry or the delusion and what they plan to do with it, you know? Uh, And I'm going to play one more clip from Paul McGuire, and then we're going to get into some interesting things. All right, here we go. Okay. So, but the thing with Werner Von Braun's alleged claims by Dr. Carolyn Rossi is that he uh, talked about earlier in his career 
he kind of stated as a fact that there was an alien threat and we did need space-based weapons to fend off this alien uh, threat. But then, according to Dr. Carolyn Rossi, in his later years or his dying years, he said, well, the alien threat would be manufactured through uh, powerful uh, mind control weapons like Operation Blue Beam, where you know, they can create literally a virtual reality uh, or a holographic reality where you would see a, a, a virtual alien attack or ET attack, and we would defend ourselves against it. So according to Rossi, uh, Von Braun warned that this would be staged to, to uh, give military superiority uh, to the to the United States, so the public would support you know massive funding of space based weapons. But but what is odd about this is why did uh, von Braun change his position? Okay, and if indeed, which is what Dr. Callan Rossi asserted, was that we were going to create an Operation Blue Beam virtual reality holographic alien invasion. If that was the case, why is Carolyn Rossi so free to discuss that publicly and hold symposiums at the highest levels of government uh, and the highest levels of media coverage? How come there, if what she's saying is true, which is the accusation that in the highest level of levels of government we're carrying on an Operation Blue Beam operation, which I talk about in uh, prophecy of the future of America. If that's true, why is she not being silenced? Why does she have a wide open space to to say this? So that's that's what uh, to me is very problematic about uh, what Dr. Carolyn Rossi asserts about Werner von Braun. Yeah. So uh, the, the Blue Beam project, I read about it uh, a long time ago. Some people say it was a hoax, uh, um, but there's there are actual documents about it. So what this Blue Beam project is basically for us to give a false second coming, and it would be um, connected to mind control um, technology that would put into your mind. I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm just telling you, you know what what the premise is. It would put into your mind, um, if you're a Buddhist, that that God is speaking to you in your head, or if you're a Christian, then that God is speaking to your head, or Whatever it is, you know, but they would have the hologram in the sky, a giant figure of Jesus or a giant figure of Buddha, and it's actually speaking to you. So it's it's, it's supposed to be mocking one the second coming coming of Christ and reaching out to other religions and basically to form one way religion. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just telling you the technology is talked about and like he said publicly. I'm going this direction to say. This I think this whole alien invasion. Wait, let me let me backtrack a little bit. Some of the messages that are coming from before you even move. Mm -hmm. Yes, in talking about the Blue Beam Project and what it does, if you follow Christ, you said they will be able to through mind control. I think it's using alpha waves. Mind control technology. Say, hey, Christ has come, and then. If you follow whosoever, Buddha, whatever it is, they say he has come, or whatever it is supposed to happen. But the difference is, the difference is Christianity is real. But I want to show you how real it is. You go back to the Word of God, and you see Matthew 24, 24, 
and it says, If a man shall, well, Matthew 24, 23, If a man, any man shall say unto you, Lo, there is Christ, or mm-hmm. um, there, believe it not, for they shall arise false Christ and false prophets, showing great signs and wonder, in so much that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. So in other words, one of the things that they're going to do is that they will be able to, according to Scripture, say, mm-hmm. come, look, there is a Christ, and literally show you something believing that there is a Christ. The difference is, you see, when Christ comes, and I read it already, he will come on the clouds, and everyone shall see them. Men's hearts will be pricked and know that he's there and know that the day of reckoning has come. Every man, woman, boy, and child will know immediately that he is is here. Mm -hmm. So when you look and you say, well, you know, surely the Bible can't be real. When you look at things that are outside, for instance, like the Blue Beam Project, and you look and you see that men have come up with that particular Thing to say that they're going to be able to, to put forth an image in people's mind or even in their eyes to be able to, to see or behold something that is false. God allowed this to be written about over 2,000 years ago. There can't be anything clearer in prophecy than that for me. Yeah, yeah. all Bible prophecy is just, it's just leaking out on the TV, you know? It's, it's, so many scriptures have been fulfilled. So many are going to be fulfilled. Some of so many have been fulfilled recently. So, um, the the Bible is true, and nobody can convince me otherwise. <laughs> you know, Jesus Christ is the only way. Um, Absolutely. Where, where are we? Where are we going with this? We're, we're going into a place where the the, the ascended masters, the messages that they're given to their channelers, are. Um, and I and I said something about this earlier in the program um, about. Basically, keeping the uh, taking care of the planet, they want us to come together as one. Um, we are too violent and this and that, and we they must get rid of the Christians. I mean, they specifically say this, or they say that we're going to reach a, a plane of evolution to where we're going to become a, a high, on a higher level, um, more like gods. But first. Um, uh, many people are going to be taken. And now this is from the occult people. This is from the spirit guide. Many people are going to be taken because they couldn't take the vibrations. They couldn't take the change that's, 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 that are about to happen to our bodies or whatever, right? And so when they're gone, then we'll be able to make this utopia and come together. As, come on. If you believe in a pre-tribulation rapture, or a rapture, this, this right here is coming out of the occult, saying that people will disappear. And there's a movie um, uh, that came out a couple of years ago about this alien invasion that happened on the planet, and a whole lot of people were getting sucked up into these giant alien ships, like a vacuum. I mean, a whole massive amount. So many people that the, the, the little left were able to be um, either controlled or... Um, turned into something else. You see, you see. I, I mean, where did they get this from? And and the, the the trailer for the the movie said, "Don't look up." When the Bible tells us to look up for His glorious coming, 
to keep looking up. Our redemption draws nigh. Yeah. You know, know, um, and I'm trying to find the name of that movie for you right now. (laughs) It just amazes me. It just amazes me to see that the, the massive amount of deception that is being put, put forth, um, that people are going to these channeling houses, movie theaters, to be channeled in information and to to follow this great deception. Because the Bible says, even the devil masquerades as an angel of light. Yeah. You know, and <clears throat> I didn't even get to read the entire scripture that I was reading in Matthew 24. I should have read from 24 to 26. You know, where it talks, it, it just continues on the same vein, the same exact thing. Signs and wonders, in so much that even if it's possible, even the very elect shall be deceived. Behold, I have told you before, wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe them not. For as lightning cometh from the east and shineth unto the west, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. So you won't right. even know. He's coming as a yeah. thief in the night. And you know what? These people who are talking and doing this garbage or saying this nonsense, hey, guys, listen. My thing to everyone, or what I would say to everyone, is not even mine, is that seek out God for yourself. He said in his word, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. He is the only one that can relieve um, deliver our lives or deliver us from the coming destruction and deception. And that is the, the, the main crux of this matter. Yes, there are people out there that are spreading that, that filth and they're, yeah. they are the ones that maybe they are in, in government and we learned that tonight, that they're in government. They're, in, they're high-ranking officials. That they're, they're doing all of these things. Some of them are, are they're doing remote viewing. They say that. The yeah. military does remote viewing. They lock up in a room in the dark and doing all sorts of things. However, the word of God is true. Mm-hmm. The word of God is light. Come for yourself. Find out what he's saying to you and learn of his ways. Because there is a day that's coming that there won't be a time for you to learn. He's coming as a lion. That's mm-hmm. what the word of God says. And that's what we need to be prepared for. Yeah. And and just going going off from where I was before, there are many movies out there coming out now. Just like the, the first movie that I was talking about is called uh, Skyline. Um, but there are other movies that are coming out either mocking the wrath of God or mocking the rapture. I'm telling you this is so important because the New Age, um, t- if, you, if you dig deep enough, um, listeners, you will see that they know because they've been told. Now, they don't know when it's going to happen. Let me say that clearly. They don't know when it's going to happen, and as as do we don't know either. But they know for sure this is going to happen, and when it happens, the demonic uh, presence is going to be, well, they don't call it demonic, but the demonic presence is going to be higher. And they're, they think, they're thinking they're going to be, uh, again, higher evolved. But one of the movies is Rapture Palooza. Um, I, I still haven't watched it yet, but um, it's a bit. It's a movie mocking the rapture, and then you have um, another one called um, a, a World's End, where basically alien invasion again, 
and people start uh, getting replaced by these um, alien beings, and you know, uh, terrible things happen. It's more of a comedy than a than a dr- drama or uh, you know one of those epic movies. But the the, the fact that the, of the matter is that these movies and not just movies. I'm telling you, there's a, there was a I can't remember the name of the, the show now, but there was a cable movie that came out that basically was set up just like if the rapture happened. And basically the whole uh, neighborhood became this new age place. But anyway, I'm just giving you a rundown. There's a video game that comes out where uh, tons of people disappear and you're now a survivalist and have to survive in this um, world where um, a lot of people have been taken. Some of these movies are uh, blaming it on um, aliens. And I believe that um, that will be one of the reasons they will say what happened to the Christians. Oh, well, you know, the alien presence came and, and took them away, and uh, now we must move on or defend ourselves or accept a savior from another planet. I don't know how it's going to happen, but these are some of the theories going around. But because of the things going on in, in, in certain governments, because of the, the push to believe in an alien savior or the Space Brothers coming to set us straight, you know, th- that's why it's becoming more plausible, because why are you telling us this if there isn't a message coming, not from outer space, but from wherever else, um, saying that we're going to arrive? Some, there, there's some reports of, oh, and I can't verify this, but it's out there. You know, the governments have been working with some of the alien beings. There is, there's even an alien disclosure um, from the uh, prime minister of Canada sitting down in front of people in public talking about the alien disclosure. And we're, he says, we're, basically, we're not the one, uh, the only ones that know this and been working with these entities, but the other countries know, including the U.S., but they won't reveal it because it's not time. They, you know, they don't feel like it's time to do it. Let's, <clears throat> let's go to, um, to our esteemed Honorable Paul Hellyer. Canada, we would uh, give you 20 minutes, sir. Thank you very much, Mr. Chair, and uh, thank you for giving me this opportunity to speak, and uh, thank you, Steve, for the invitation. My name, as I said, was Paul Hellyer. I'm a former Minister of National Defense for Canada. I served in three governments during a total of 23 and a half years as a member of Parliament. Although as Minister of National Defense, uh, I had sighting reports uh, of UFOs. Uh, I was too busy to be concerned about them at the time because I was trying to unify the Army, Navy, and Air Force into a single Canadian Defense Force. And that itself was a kind of uh, battle to the finish. So um, this was not high on my agenda. But about 10 years ago, I started getting interested uh, due to a young man from Ottawa sending me material on the subject. I told him I was too busy to read it, but he had confidence that someday I would. He sent me a copy of um, Colonel Corso's book, The Day After Roswell. It took me a while to get around to reading it, but I took it uh, for my summer reading in 2005 and um, was really impressed with what was contained in it. And what I thought to myself is there are huge issues here, huge issues. And the American people and the people of the world have a right to know what's going on because they're part of it. 
it's not just an isolated thing. And so after confirming the contents of the book with a retired uh, United States Air Force general, I accept the invitation of Victor Vigiani, uh, who's over here somewhere, and his uh, cohort, uh, Mike Bird, to speak to a symposium at the University of Toronto. And uh, I said, UFOs are as real as the airplanes flying overhead. That gave me the dubious distinction of being the first person of cabinet rank in the G8 group of company, countries uh, to say so unequivocally. <laughs> Since then, I've learned a lot from many sources, including a number of the fantastic witnesses that we have heard these last four days. They were so outstanding, I was just really blown away with them, uh, the amount of information that was available. And I appreciate uh, every single one of them. Well, enough on that for now. My interest is in full disclosure. And uh, I just, my only caveat is I think probably I would say 95 to 98 percent full disclosure. I know of one or two things that I'm not sure should be in the public domain, at least yet. They will be someday, I'm sure, but not maybe immediately. But just as children survive uh, the idea of the uh, Tooth Fairy and Santa Claus when they become adult, I think that taxpaying citizens are quite capable of accepting the new and broader reality that we live in a cosmos teeming with life of various sorts. The fact that some other civilizations are more advanced than we are may be humbling. But that could be a necessary step in our survival. And finally, they need the technology for clean energy. And it exists. And it's being kept secret by the same vested interests who control our destiny. Who are these vested interests? And what are they up to? Well, Senator, you were talking about a military hunter. In my opinion, that is true, but I have broadened and deepened the definition uh, to cabal, and the cabal comprises members of the three sisters, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Bilderbergers, and the Trilateral Commission, the International Banking Cartel, the Oil Cartel, members of various intelligence organizations, and select members of the military junta, who together have become a shadow government of not only the United States, but of much of the Western world. So anyway, you hear what Mr. Rockefeller said, and so there you have it. The aim of the game is a world government comprising members of the cabal who are elected by no one and accountable to no one. And according to Mr. Rockefeller, the plan is well advanced. Does this help you to understand why our civil rights are being taken away from us? I say us, because all of the freedoms won by the millions of men and women who fought and died in World War II are being flushed in unceremoniously down the drain. 
This will require a paradigm shift in American attitudes. It involves a de, de facto renunciation of the plan for a new American energy and the adoption of a pledge of cooperation with all humankind to build the kind of world which we are collectively capable of. Young people everywhere need to be challenged by a noble cause and lead the way in the transformation to the new reality that we have to live in harmony with our celestial neighbors as well as seeking peace on earth. In a word, in a word, we have to become spiritual beings and practice the one tenet that the world's major religions have in common, and that is the golden rule. In this field too, and I just want to read one paragraph in this, at this time if you'll allow me, Mr. Chair. Well, we will allow that, but there's only about 30 seconds, so I hope you can conclude well, it with I'll that read statement. Fast. Thank you. This is from uh, the late Dr. John Mack, an American secular Jewish psychiatrist who became a world leader in interviewing abductees or experiencers, as he called them, came to this conclusion in a startling book, Passport to the Cosmos. Quote, although the aliens are not themselves gods, their behavior is sometimes anything but godlike. Abductees consistently report that the beings seem closer to the Godhead than we are, acting as messengers, guardian spirits, or angels, intermediaries between us and the divine source. Thank you. So all of these things, these weird things, if, you, if this is the first time you've heard this sort of thing, trust me, you're years behind. <laughs> so don't, don't feel alarmed, um, uh, but, but just know that Jesus Christ is on the throne and, and he's the only um, uh, being in the entire universe, because uh, he is God, that can set all of this straight, and he will set it straight, because every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. No matter how they try to deceive you, and they will deceive many, many, you don't want to be one of them. As you can see, we didn't play a ton of clips from movies tonight, because they put it all in there, but there's so much more to talk about outside of playing um, what's in the movies this week. This stuff is coming like a, a tidal wave towards your kids. I mean, check some of the shows your kids watch. It's, it's in there. And the Satanism is in there too. Um, but you, if you don't know the signs, if you don't know what to, to look out for, I mean, now they have big budget movies, low budget movies. Um, and here's the, another one called The Remaining. Uh, it came out a couple of years ago. And it's, it's another thing where Basically, people people get raptured, and but you know now you have people walking around with with white eyes. It was just weird, but it's just taking something from out the Bible, mocking it, and, and trying to make money off of it. And there there'll be more to come because everybody's looking for a savior. They're looking for the Mahadi. They're looking for the one. They're looking for the this and the that, and they're clamoring together to get us under one world religious system, government, ec economic system, and all that. And that's going to happen. It's in the Bible. It's been talked about in the occult for a very, very long time. And it, in fact, if you go back and look at how America was founded, not that everybody was a, a pagan or something like that, but certain people wanted America to be the headquarters of the New World Order. And it's very interesting that America is the most surveilled, biggest country under surveillance, more than the EU or any other country, and, and we're setting the precedence for surveillance and, 
and control over people people's um lives. But I don't want to go off into that area. I, I just want to say that real quick on that tangent. <laughs> so I was just listening, you know, um, to the things that you have to say. Um, and, you know, all I can say is um, just like in the days of Noah, so shall be the coming of the Son of Man. They were um, drinking, eating, mm-hmm. and being getting married. And until that yeah. day, until the day the door of the ark was closed, that's when it started. Really. Yeah. And that's what And just, just to, um, and I know you know some about this too, we're going to talk about some of the, the cults that believe, or believed, because some of them are gone now, in a UFO mothership coming. And, you know, we had the one where um, they thought uh, they were coming and they, they sh- I think they drank something or shot themselves. What was it called? Heaven's Gate uh, Heaven's Gate or something like that? Am I right? Yeah, it was with uh, one of those, I think it was the Haley Bot Comet, and they, everybody thought they were going to be taken up by a mothership and right. they yes. drank something and and killed themselves. They were deluded. Right. Where, where are they going? Straight to hell. No one, you know, maybe, I'm, I'm not going to say no one, but many people wouldn't believe that the Nation of Islam, which is basically like the black arm of the Muslim movement, believes in the mothership or the mother plane. And what they do is they take the scripture that we played earlier from Ezekiel 1, 15 through 18, and twist it. And so I'm going to read a little bit here. From Farrakhan commenting on his teacher's description said the following. Uh, Muhammad told us of a giant mother plane that is made like the universe, spheres with within spheres. White uh, white people call them unidentified flying objects. Ezekiel in the Old Testament saw a wheel that looked like a cloud uh, by day, but a pillar by a fire by night. But see, right there, he's just twisting all type of scripture because the the cloud of day and the the pillar of fire was the presence of God amongst the people that came out of Egypt. But anyway, I'm going to keep reading. The Honorable, oh, sorry, Muhammad said that the wheel was built on the island of Nippon, which is now called Japan, by some of the original scientists. It took $15 billion in gold at that time to build it. It is made of the toughest steel. America does not yet know the composition of the steel used to make an instrument like it. It is a secular plane, and the Bible says it never makes a turn. Because of its secular nature, it can stop and travel in all directions at speeds of thousands of miles per hour. He said there are 1,500 small wheels in the mother wheel, which is a half mile by a half mile. Um, This mother wheel is like a small human-built planet. Each one of these small planes carry three bombs. I mean, this just sounds like science fiction. This sounds ridiculous. But anyway, he said that he said Muhammad said that said there uh, said these planes were used to set up mountains on the earth. The Quran says it like this: We have raised mountains on the earth, lest it convulse with you. How do you raise a mountain, and what is the purpose of a mountain? Have you ever tried to balance a tire? You use weights to keep the tires balanced. That's how the earth is balanced with mountain ranges. Muhammad said that we have a type of bomb that. When it strikes the earth, a drill on it is time to go into the earth and explode at the height that you wish the mountain to be. It just sounds stupid, but anyway. If you wish to take the mountain up a mile, time the drill to go miles and it explodes. But anyway, I'm going to skip the rest of this and go down to the end. The mother wheel is a dreadful-looking thing. 
White folks are making movies now to make these planes look like fiction, but it's based on something real. Though uh, uh, Muhammad said that a uh, mother plane is so powerful that with sound re- reverberating in the atmosphere, just with the sound, she can crumble buildings. But in, in all of that, what's the point? Uh, yeah, you you so-called built a sphere. It could drill holes in the planet, so-called, and lift mountains, and it's fearful. What's the point? It's it's just dumb. And then on top of that, these are uh, they, they, they they this is the nation of Islam, and they go to Scientology to get readings from people to basically read their minds and get their thoughts and uh, channel. I I don't understand how. I mean, I understand, but how the nation of Islam can go to a thing called Scientology and mix the two. I mean, it's, both of them are satanic, but, you know, and then Scientology is made by the white people that they hate, but they still go in there and use their uh, mind control technology to use on their own people. But anyway, as you see, they believe in some type of mothership that, you know, should come back. And I was told this years ago, but I never looked, looked into it until um, this weekend. But there's so many people out there that are looking towards some type of mothership. You used to hear it in the music with um, George Clinton in the, the funk era. They used to talk about the mothership, and they, they believed that they were aliens and all type of stupidness going on in the music. But the world is being deceived one way or another. And we were getting new movies. We have the one with Tom Cruise where these, these aliens came, and they, they speak through the mind and control uh, destiny. Basically, you have to be reincarnated or what they call you you have the power to reset time to go back and 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 the, the aliens they know it and this is a whole bunch of sci-fi foolishness but the point is they're not going to stop this until something happens which like again I said new age believe something is going to happen the as you see the scientists believe that there are aliens coming they have what they call the planet Nibiru planet X they think it's coming here whole lot of weird stuff out there people some of them good-meaning people think that this is going to be um, the answer to everything because our space brothers, our the, the alien, the ancient ones that seeded the planets are coming back to set things straight and um, tell us why we're here. Have anything to add to that, Rory? Well, like I said before, they would just have you believe the nonsense or the garbage. But if you turn to the word of God, you will see how true it is and how important it is to to gleam from God's word. Earlier, like you said, there are many, many, many um, of these religions. We could go on, we could name them. And it doesn't surprise me that any one of these religions believe that none because they don't follow Christ. Christ is the source. He said in scripture, I am the way. There's a definite article. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. So there is no way that you can come. You have to come to the truth. The truth is Jesus Christ. You know, so they can come up with all their different avenues, their different ways that they are thinking, their own deluded minds. That's not the way. This is the way the Bible says. And this is what we should follow. So we'll get a thousand movies that would say um, this or that or a thousand um, of these religious um, or religions that say this is the way. But it's, it, in, tr- in truth and in fact, it's not, you know. And it, it, we look, um, 
we look now and we we are faced with um, some things that are are going on in our world that are just totally unbelievable. So when you 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 think that um, you think that um, just going to a movie is just watching a movie, it's not because these people are getting the information from from somewhere else and are spreading it. They're putting it out. Second um, Timothy four three and four says, "For the time will come." when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own loss, themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fable. So we see that based off of even scripture, it tells us that men will turn from what they know as the truth and turn to the light. So I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm not surprised. Yeah. yeah, and the Bible talks about a strong delusion, strong delusion. You know, whether it's whether it's a, 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 some type of alien-looking ship, a hologram, of course, or whatever it turns out to be, you know, a strong delusion is coming. And like it said, right. uh, you know, it, it would fuel the very elect, if possible, if possible. So. It's going to be that strong where people are going to believe and just take it in and and move on with the with the with the the, the new order that's coming, and that's what this whole thing is. No matter if you believe you'll see a, a fake ship in the sky or a real ship in the sky or whatever else, the point is this is coming, and uh, yeah. believe you me, it's coming soon because uh, the spiritual realm—they're talking, they're chattering um, to the challengers uh, at a, a, a higher rate now. Not only that, but, you know, um, it's not just, uh, like you said, the channelers, but even some churches that we have today, like you said, some churches, some mainstream churches, we're not talking about um, Scientology. We're talking about mainstream mm-hmm. churches. The Roman Catholic Church, let's say, for instance, they have one of the most powerful telescopes in the world the most powerful telescope in the world. And they said just this week, they said they have found a planet that is the equivalent to Earth. Astronomers are hunting for a planet like ours, announced with huge excitement last week that they have found the closest match yet, Tipler 452b, which is circling its star at the same distance our home orbits the sun. What am I saying? Here's what I'm saying. People are dying on a daily basis around the world. And we have enough resources right now to feed every man, woman, and child on the face of this earth. I think a week and a half ago or two weeks ago, um, one of the brilliant, the, most, the world's most brilliant minds said he spent, he's putting down $100 million to research life outside or in the universe. We've looked yeah. at a spacecraft. It's gone. They have just showed us pictures of Pluto. It has hit the edge of our galaxy, the edge of our galaxy. And people are clapping and cheering that this has been their life's work. They have set aside this time, and they have gone, and they, have, they are mapping out these things, and they are looking for this. So men are seeking out something else. They're not seeking after Christ. They're not seeking God. 
we are seeking other entities. And this is, this is happening on a daily basis, funding hundreds of millions of dollars. The Catholic Church has a, has a, has a um, the telescope that I told you about. It's called, uh, I think it's called, um, I think even the lens, one of the lens that it uses or the telescope itself is called the Lucifer Beam. And this, this that's a telescope. Um, it's Lucifer. That's a telescope. It's called Lucifer. Yeah. And this one, it, it, it you're able to see anything and everything, and it looks for dark matter. I think we talked, we touched on this a little bit. Yeah. Last time, yeah. But last I'm, show. Right. But I'm, I'm, I'm sharing with people that this stuff that we're talking about is real. This is real. Men are seeking or hunting after these things, and not hunting after Christ. That's what's perplexing, you know. Right. Yeah, and the deception is very, very, very high, and, and it's, you know, it's, it's not always about invasion. We just wanted to touch that topic tonight, and uh, other times it's, it's befriending the aliens, befriending them. Um, in one movie, uh, this young kid, uh, you know, the movie comes from a, a book, and he he's very gifted and, and talented in um, warfare. And he basically, at the end, turns on the human race and befriends the aliens to go and live with them or battle whoever else he got to battle with them. But you know that's a that's a strong theme too, in in these um movies, befriending the alien or as we call them demons, uh, and that's what uh, the channels are doing or people that are messing around with things that they shouldn't. And some of them are going to play the friend, but uh, it's it's documented that. Uh, a lot of times when people do the friendship thing, whether they're having um, a sexual relationship with them or um, something else, when you try to break that bond, it gets very violent. You know, they get aggressive. And, and, they, and they try not to let you, not, you know, they, they don't want to let you go. And some people go crazy. I mean, that's, that's what you set yourself up for when you're dealing with things God said to leave alone. He He said to leave these things alone to protect you right. from yeah, harm. Man, you know, right, my, you know, the, the word of God says you, you should have no, you know, shun the very appearance of evil. You, you should have no part in it. Bible also says in, in Hosea 4, 6, my people are destroyed or they perish for lack of knowledge. Isaiah five thirteen. therefore, my people have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. No knowledge. His word. Yeah. We talked about it tonight. His word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my pathway. So the word of God is the thing that instructs us and tells us. And tonight we also read from scripture where you see that, yes, it tells you in scripture. And we, sh we showed you that, you know what, there are different dimensions out there. Definitely. It, 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 mm -hmm. It's chronicled in the Bible. And it shows us that even, um, well, I think we have one more clip to play, um, Chris, where it's um, Elisha and going to be taken up, and the chariots of heaven came and took him up. Can you play that clip? Um, which, which is Ezekiel 16? Char chariots from heaven. Oh, okay, I see. Chariots from heaven. Okay, all right. Second Kings, chapter 2. And it came to pass, when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind, that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. And Elijah said unto Elisha, Tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord hath sent me to Bethel. And Elisha said unto him, As the Lord liveth, 
and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they went down to Bethel. And the sons of the prophets that were at Bethel came forth to Elisha, and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? And he said, Yea, I know it. Hold ye your peace. And Elijah said unto him, Elisha, tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord hath sent me to Jericho. And he said, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they came to Jericho, and the sons of the prophets that were at Jericho came to Elisha, and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? And he answered, Yea, I know it. Hold ye your peace. And Elijah said unto him, Tarry, I pray thee, here, for the Lord hath sent me to Jordan. And he said, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And they too went on. And fifty men of the sons of the prophets went, and stood to view afar off. And they too stood by Jordan. And Elijah took his mantle, and wrapped it together, and smote the waters. And they were divided hither and thither, so that they too went over on dry ground. And it came to pass, when they were gone over, that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee, before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. And he said, Thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me when I am taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee. But if not, it shall not be so. And it came to pass, as they still went on and talked, that, behold, there appeared a chariot of fire, and horses of fire, and parted them burrowing into heaven, Israel and the horsemen thereof. And that was to, just to give you a, an overview of what happened when he was being taken up to heaven, and what he saw. Chariots from heaven came. That's the best way they could explain it chariots from heaven. They came from another dimension, came down, took up the man of God, and went off to heaven. We're coming to the close of our show, and this is the same thing that the Lord is going to do. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you, and when I go, I will return. And he's going to return. And those who sought him while he can be found will go to meet the Lord in heaven. And that's what it says in his word. And I'm not trying to take anything away from it. I'm just telling you, these things are in scripture. People think that these things are new. They're not new. These things are, have been in scripture for a very long time. Yeah. Amen? And I just a couple quotes like I promised. And, and uh, this is uh, from Office Clark, he says, one theory which can no longer be taken very seriously is that UFOs are interstellar ships. Okay? That was 1975. Um, Gordon uh, uh, cried, there seems to be no evidence yet that any of these craft are being uh, originated from outer space. You know, he's not, you know, your typical 
people that are deep into stuff. That was from 1992. Um, so a part of the, the available UFO literature is uh, linked to uh, mysticism and the metaphysical. It deals with subjects like mental telepathy, automatic writing, and invisible entities, as well as phenomena uh, like poltergeist or ghosts, manifestation, uh, and possession. Many UFO reports now being published in the uh, popular press recount alleged incidents that are strikingly similar to demonic possession and psychic phenomena. Uh, that's Lynn E. Uh, Coe, um, uh from his writing, um, 1969. The modern UFO knots uh, days are probably identical, as you can see. Um, uh, another one, Trevor James, a knowledge of the occult science is indispensable to UFO investigation. I mean, and it goes on and on. Is there's there's nothing to really prove here. Giving you information for you to make up your own judgment because truth remains truth whether you believe it or not. Um, you want to uh, say, well, yeah, sounds good, but nah, you know, I mean, the truth is not changed. And the same thing about Jesus Christ, He is the truth, and that's the change. You know, so uh, you can only uh, uh, change, no, sorry, it can't change, but the tr- people warp the truth. You know, and you want to be caught in the truth, which, it, which is just deception. Deception. Are you being deceived? Or are you You're breaking up a little bit there, Chris. Find out. Um, I don't know why, but are you going to find out what's or the truth. Seek more of the truth. Get into your Bible. Um, I know you haven't cycled this, but can you hear me better now? Yeah. Okay. All right. So to the listener, just, just in Jesus Christ, he says, seek the kingdom of God first and his righteousness. Everything else, you know? Yeah. How, how easy can it be? Um, you don't have to even go into your theology. Things are plainly demonic. In 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 the state of 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 all these things, it it always turns out that it's it's a demon. Uh, or you can say the name of Jesus, or sing a gospel hymn, or recite scripture, and they leave. So like yeah. that, simple. All the way around, you know. There- and and people that. I, I didn't get this clip from the documentary that I watched, but there was a guy, and he says, uh, you know, he was doing a, a lot of the UFO stuff. Um, he had become a Christian, and uh, he went out of it, got told him to go back into it, and he's throwing some truth. But anyway, into uh, to ask the other UFOlogists that he knew, and he said to them, I've never heard of cases where these things left in the name of Jesus. And all of the yes, but off the record, they didn't want to um, their credit. They're hiding the truth. They're hiding the truth right. in the name of Jesus, or singing the gospel hymn, or reciting scriptures. These things flee. This power 
and, and, and what, what is of God, and especially in the name of Jesus. They run. Jesus said the demons believe, you know, and they will. Because they know who he is. It's going to be that powerful. Who else are they going to respect that? The accounts the accounts are there in the Bible if you just speak it for yourself and turn to the true God. Amen. Roy, Roy, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. You're breaking up really bad. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to read, like, uh, I think we have one more scripture, like 30 seconds. Joel 2.5, and I just want to share with people that this is real. As it is the numbering of the chariots, they leap on top of mountains like cracking of flames of fire, devouring the, the stubble, like the powerful army drawn up for battle. So you see the chariots that God uses can leap from mountain to mountain. And, you know, hey, folks, the enemy goes around like an angel of light, seeking who he may devour. Get to know who God is for yourselves. Delve into your Bible. We have more material out there now that you can learn about the word of God. Read the book of John for yourself and see who he was. Don't listen to what other people say. Find out for yourself, and then you will know. Don't be deceived by what you see in movies or on TV. Amen? Amen. And I think that's it. Good night, everyone. Have a great evening. If you like our videos, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell to get all our frequent updates. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.